um, I want to thank you all for coming out to hear the word this morning. I know that there are a lot of things that you can be doing this morning, but instead you came out and you chose to hear the word of God. Um, as today, when I'm making this episode, it is the day before Easter. All right. And today I want to ask a question. All right. It's a very important question because it's a question that many people apparently do not seem to know. How often should we celebrate Easter? How often should we celebrate Easter? I mean, Easter is only one day out of the year. Um, the time that we usually celebrate Easter is um, one week out of the year. All right. We have Palm Sunday. Um, then we have Good Friday. And then after that, we have Easter Sunday. All right. Very fun time, very festive time, you know. And, you know, we tend to have time for Jesus, you know, often. Somewhere in the middle. But as Christians, why do we make such a big deal on Easter? And see, this is kind of this is kind of strange to me in the sense that it's good that we celebrate Easter, all right? Just like it is good that we celebrate Christmas. Okay. Um we as Christians, we let the world know. All right, that this is what happened and why we celebrate Easter Sunday. All right, why we celebrate this week. All right, Palm Sunday when Jesus rode into Jerusalem, Good Friday when Jesus died on the cross, and um, Easter Sunday when Jesus has risen. Okay. Jesus had risen. That's great, you know, because in all honesty, you know, um, in a world where basically now every single day is dedicated to something, every month is dedicated to something. All right. With nine times out of 10. That something being so secular. All right. And very wicked. OK. It is great that we have a holiday like Easter. All right. To 
represent Christ. Okay, that's great. Still, why do we make this time around April specifically for Easter? You know, I mean, I mean, what's what's so great about about this specific time? And the point I'm trying to get at is the point I'm trying to get at is we always um, reserve a special sermon for Easter and we talk about it. Um, once a year as, as though it's, it's some kind of new thing, as though it's the first time we've ever heard about it. Again, some may be thinking, you know, oh, that's a good thing, isn't it? You know, that is a good thing, but We should, Easter is a time that we should be celebrating every day of the year. I know um, for for many Christians that may seem, you know, kind of like a, a cliche or whatever, you know. Oh, you know, you, sh you should celebrate Easter, you know, Christ's resurrection every you know, day of the year. We should celebrate Christ's birth every day of the year, not just around Christmas time. And, you know, I understand it may seem like a cliche, but particularly for Christians, okay? And I say particularly for Christians because it is because of Easter Sunday, this time that we celebrate it is because of this moment that we have salvation. When Christ rode into Jerusalem, when Christ died on the cross, when Christ was crucified and died on the cross for our sins, and when he had risen, all right, and ascended into heaven to be with his father on his right hand side leaving behind the promise that one day he would return for his people those who believe in him and leaving behind the Holy Spirit for all generations to come alright now in order to have salvation that is what we must believe in alright and having Christ's salvation if we are to take pride in anything if we could take pride in one thing in in our lives as Christians it should be having Christ's salvation alright and in taking pride in having Christ's salvation that's something that we would want to represent every day, not just one day of the year, all right? 
Now, I understand it would kind of sound weird if, you know, every single day you, you know, instead of saying, oh, I have salvation, you know, thank God for giving me salvation. I have salvation, you know, praise the Lord. Thank you, God, for my salvation. I understand it would be weird instead of saying that you says, I have Easter. Thank God that I have Easter in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, thank you for my Easter. I understand that would sound kind of weird. All right. But you see where I'm going with this. And I just find it hard to understand why. We tend to often choose one specific day out of the year to tell the entire story of Christ's ministry from um, the Last Supper to um, his ascension into heaven. All right. And to put that into perspective, I want to read to you from the book of John, chapter 20, verses 1 through 18. John, chapter 20, verses 1 through 18. The Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 1 through 18. Now, before I start reading, how many of you who were saved were, um, were led to Christ by someone else? All right. Someone told you what you had to do in order to receive Christ's salvation. Someone taught you about Christ. Someone taught you about Christ and how he died on the cross for your sins. And I'm sure that when that person was telling you what you had to do in order to be saved, and when that person was explaining to you about how Christ died for your sins, I'm sure that at least somewhere in that explanation he had or she had mentioned how Christ had risen from the dead after he died on the cross all right now i'm going to begin reading from john Chapter 20, verses 1 through 18. Now, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Then she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Peter therefore went out and the other disciple and were going to the tomb. So they both ran together and the other disciple outran Peter and came to the tomb first. 
And he stooping down and looked in, and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying there, yet he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb, and he saw the linen clothes lying there, and the handkerchief that had been around his head not lying with the linen clothes, but folded together in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who came to the tomb first went in also, and he saw and believed, for as yet they did not know the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again to their own homes. But Mary stood outside by the tomb weeping. And as she, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. Then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, because they have taken away my Lord and I do not know where they have laid him. Now, when she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say teacher. Jesus said to her, do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren and say to them, I am ascending to my father and your father. And to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things to her. I'm going to stop right there. You know, as Christians, as Christians, we have morals, we have beliefs, we have values. All right. Um, we read the Bible. Um, we are held to a certain standard. All right. We live a certain way. All right. And we are different than other people. All right. People often single Christians out. And that shouldn't surprise us because we are different. All right. We live a type of life that no one else can understand because they don't have what we have. They don't have Christ Jesus like we have Christ Jesus. They don't have salvation the way how we have salvation. But, you know, throughout all the throughout all the um, beliefs that we have, all the um, values that we have. All right. Through, throughout all of the 
um, conservatism, if you will, how Christians live, what truly makes us Christian, what truly what truly makes us stand out, what truly is the best part of being a Christian is that we know that Christ Jesus has risen and Christ Jesus is alive. Okay? That's the best part. All right. It's great how Jesus had came into Jerusalem, riding in humbly. It's great that Jesus died for our sins. All right. Jesus expressed his love for the entire world by dying on the cross for our sins. Still, had Jesus not had Jesus not raised from the dead, had Jesus not risen, he would have just been a martyr and all of it wouldn't have meant nothing. His death wouldn't have meant nothing. His um his entry into Jerusalem wouldn't have meant anything. His crucifixion wouldn't have meant anything. If he had not risen, everything that Christ Jesus did would have been irrelevant. See, the best part about being a Christian is knowing that Christ Jesus has risen on the third day. And knowing that Christ Jesus is alive. And it is because that Christ Jesus is alive that we have the opportunity to receive him as salvation. All right. Christ Jesus proving that he was and is the son of God. Christ Jesus, when he had risen from the dead and ascended into heaven, left behind the Holy Spirit. For all generations, for me, for you. So that we may have the opportunity. To be with him in his kingdom, see, all right. It's universally known that whether you believe this to be true or not, all right, it's universally known that Christians go to heaven, all right? It's, it's, it's accepted, all right, that Christians will go to heaven, okay? Whether you believe that, or not, whether you're a Christian or not. It's just universally accepted that that's the belief Christians are going to heaven. All right? And if you're not a Christian, if you don't believe in God, 
If you don't believe in God, you're going to hell. But had Christ Jesus not risen, that morning, if Christ Jesus had not risen that morning, we would not have that opportunity to get into heaven, all right? Somewhere along the way in time, who knows? Maybe somebody would have came out with this, you know, maybe someone would have came out with this new religion called Christianity, all right? And maybe it would have still become a real big thing, okay? But if Christ Jesus had not risen from the dead and ascended to be with his Father in heaven, then it doesn't matter who you are, what religion you belong to, whether you call yourself a Christian or not, you would not have that opportunity to be with Christ in heaven. You would not have that opportunity to go to heaven when you die. And you see, as Christians, as true believing Christians, all right, knowing that Christ Jesus had risen from the dead after he had died on the cross. That is something that we will always take with us. All right. That is something that we will always hold dear in our heart. And that is something that we will always carry with us. All right. Not just one day. Throughout the year, not just one week throughout the year. All right. It's it's not just some file that you have saved on your computer. Okay, and that when this time in April comes, all right, you go to file and you say open. Okay, time to take that idea out. All right, where, you know, I have Christ Jesus. I have salvation. Time to leave it out. Time to take it out for for the entire week. All right, time to celebrate Christ Jesus salvation. All right. And then after Easter, filing under save. All right. And then. Wait till next year before you open it up again. It's not how it goes. So you see, yes, it's great that we have Easter. All right. It's great that we talk about um, Christ Jesus um crucifixion, um, his resurrection, his ascension, all right, and, and all of that, and how he died for our sins, and all of that, and it's great that we have a sermon um, reserved specifically for that day, all right, just like how on Christmas we have um, a sermon reserved for that day, particularly taken from um, Luke chapter 2, all right, See, I can name that off the top of my head by now. <laughs> All right. Still, 
we have to we have to realize that Easter shouldn't be shouldn't even be considered as a holiday to Christians. To us as Christians, Easter it shouldn't even be considered a holiday. What do I mean by that? Well, because define the word holiday in so many words. You know, what do we think of when we think of the word holiday? It means a time time off from work, right? A time off from work. You work real hard throughout the year, you take time off, but eventually you have to go back to work. So to say, you know, Easter holiday or Easter is a holiday, what's that saying? You know, you live like how you want to live throughout the entire year, but then that day comes out, that day comes up, Easter holiday, where you start living for the Lord, where you start, you know, brushing up on your, um, on your Bible, you know, start quizzing yourself about, you know, Christ's crucifixion and resurrection, you know, that way when you go to Sunday school or that way when you go to church or whatever, you'll know what the pastor's talking about, okay? But then once Easter is over, once the holiday is over, you know, you go back to living like how you want to live. Easter should not be considered a holiday. Easter should be celebrated every day or at least, at the least, recognized and given reverence to the Lord for allowing us to have salvation. Okay. At the very least, we should at least give reverence to the Lord. Or recognize that we have salvation. Every day. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm not saying, you know, oh, you know, Easter shouldn't be a holiday. You know, we should get rid of, you know, celebrating Easter. We should celebrate, you know, Easter should be celebrated, you know, every day of the year. You know, you should get rid of Easter as a holiday. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. No way am I saying that, okay? Easter is one of the few holidays that we as Christians have, all right? In fact, it's less than one of the, it's less than a few holidays that we have. Okay, so no, I'm not saying that at all. All right. Plus, you know, every Easter, you know, um, my mom she cooks a very big meal that I often, you know, sort of do look forward to. Okay, so no, I'm not saying that at all. Okay. <laughs> But I am saying 
that rather than celebrating Easter, Christ's resurrection, Christ's crucifixion, and the Last Supper, rather than celebrating that once out of the year, we should be celebrating our salvation, our salvation every day of the year, okay? Because you have to under, understand, East, uh, our salvation is not based off of Easter. Easter is based off of Christ's salvation. All right. So you see which one came first. You see which is more important. All right, having Christ's salvation in our in in. Um, and having Christ Jesus in our lives, okay? That's something that we should recognize and give reverence to the Lord every day. Now, as I said, I am recording this episode, um... On Saturday, the day before Easter. All right. Now, tomorrow, I will go to church. All right. Um, I will enjoy myself as the pastor um, gives his... Um, sermon on the subject that we usually talk about every Easter. All right, I will come home and hopefully my mom, she will make that dinner that she usually always makes. All right. And this is something that does happen every Easter. And I enjoy it. I do. All right. Still, I recognize and we should recognize that Christ's salvation is not for just one day throughout the year. All right. We shouldn't just celebrate Christ Jesus death and resurrection and ascension once out of the year. All right. We shouldn't just wait until um that one day in the year till we get to, you know, yeah, yay, Christ is risen, you know. Thank God, you know. Christ Jesus died for our sins. And then we go home, and then it's the next day comes and it's just go 
that to our daily lives. Everything we do, everything we do, every day, we must do as if we are doing it unto the Lord. When we receive salvation, we begin to live for the Lord. All right. Our entire lives revolve around the Lord. Okay. And in return, the Lord blesses us. In a nutshell, that's basically how, how, how we live once we receive salvation. We live for the Lord and the Lord blesses us. Okay. And every time the thought comes into our head about how I'm a Christian, I have salvation. Um, I have the Holy Spirit. I remember when I got saved. I remember when I was baptized or anything of that nature. Anytime a thought like that pops into our head. We should smile and remember that Christ Jesus has risen. And that it is because he has risen that we have the opportunity to be with him in his kingdom when we die. All right. It's not just some story. Okay. It's a big deal. That Christ, that Christ is alive, that Christ has risen from the dead. It is a very big deal. All right. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Okay. Without Christ Jesus, without him, without him. Rising from the dead without him being alive today. Doesn't matter how we live our life. Doesn't matter how righteous we live our life. We wouldn't have that opportunity to be in heaven. No matter what we do. No matter what we do. We would be condemned. So yes. Christ being alive, all right, Christ being risen from the dead, that is a very big deal, and that shouldn't just be celebrated once a year, all right? And I mean, I can go on forever about this, I really can, okay? <laughs> I mean, there's so many things that I can talk about, you know, so many scriptures I can give, so many analogies that I can give pertaining to this subject. Um, 
And I mean, I can just go on forever talking about this. But I just wanted to give this um, short segment on why we should celebrate what we call Easter every day of the year. Why we should celebrate what we call Palm Sunday, what we call Good Friday, every day of the year, all right? Now, I'm going to close right there. And I am going to close with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day, Lord God. Another day that you have given us, Heavenly Father. Thank you for the reading of your word, O Lord. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that you just continue to give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in the reading of your word, O Lord. And help us apply it to our everyday lives, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for dying on the cross for our sins, for showing us that you loved us that much. But even more so, Lord Jesus, I thank you for raising from for rising from the dead, oh Lord God. And Lord, I believe that you are alive, oh Lord God, and I thank you, oh Lord God, for rising from the dead, oh Lord God, so that we may have that opportunity, O oh Lord God, to be with you in your kingdom, Heavenly Father. So that we may have salvation, O oh Lord. I thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray that you just continue to give us the will, O oh Lord God, and the passion and the desire to continue to study your word, O oh Lord God, and seek you, Lord Jesus, to just seek your name and to seek your face, O oh Lord. Help us to grow in you, Heavenly Father. In your name I pray, amen. Now, before I go, I want to leave you with this verse. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. That is taken from the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 19 through 22. Thank you all.